It's time to unleash the expert. What is he an expert on? Relationships, sex, spirituality, and rediscovering yourself beyond the trauma. Get ready to unleash more purpose, passion, and pleasure in your life. Here's the expert himself, Mr. Brandon Patrick. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I want to start with an announcement that I actually am hesitating even making because I don't know if it's going to be available or not, but it could be. So I am going to Peru. We are going on a retreat, a plant medicine retreat in Peru in April. So the dates are April 21st through the 28th. It's that week. Um, if you're a longtime listener, you've, you've heard me talk about plant medicine and you're really interested in it. Um, then this could be your chance. Now, there's limited space and I already have it pretty full. So um, if you are interested at the time of this, then send me an email. Uh, my email is brannon at therapyutah.org. Um, that's B-R-A-N-N-O-N. If you're really, really interested and and want to participate, then send me that email and I'll see what I can do. We go, we see Machu Picchu, we do all kinds of things in Peru, but it's a healing retreat. It's about deep trauma healing and also connecting to um, Pachamama, Mother Nature, and just like doing some awesome self-healing, good work. So if you're interested, shoot me an email. All right. Um, today's topic, uh, one of my best buddies, um, he listens to my show once in a while and he had a topic that he wanted me to talk about. So I'm going to actually, um, I'm going to actually let you hear him ask the question. Um, and, uh, I'll go from there. It's the line between caring, but what, what other people think about you, um, it being helpful versus it being destructive. What's the line? Between caring about what other people think about you, is it helpful or destructive? When is it helpful? When is it destructive? Um, and I want to say thank you to my buddy Wando for asking that question. This is actually one of my favorite topics, and him asking this is awesome. I don't know if I'm going to go in the direction he wants me to here, um, but uh, it, it's this is really, really important, I think. I think that more... People's life purpose is lost because of caring about others' judgment of them than anything else. So we we lose our life purpose because of this. It's such a big deal. And so it's important to consider it. It's important to think about it. And it's important to self-reflect and, and look at, at it and, and wonder, like, do I do that? Do I give my life purpose away because I'm scared of others. We have this natural thing inside of us as humans where we want to be um, significant. We want to be seen. We want to be connected to, and we want to be liked. And that natural thing can, can overpower uh, us to the point where that is the most important thing. I was uh, running a group a while back and I was one of my favorite books is The Four Agreements. And in The Four Agreements, he talks about don't take anything personally. And uh, in fact, he says in The Four Agreements, whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Nothing others do is about you. 
as Don Miguel Ruiz says. But basically disconnect yourself from others. They have their own thing going on. You have yours going on. And I was running this group and I was saying, guys, like, don't, like, don't worry what other people think about you. And I had this guy raise his hand and he's a salesman and he's like, uh, like it really matters what other people think about me. I'm a salesman. I need others to like me. There, I want to differentiate something here because we could be talking about two different things and it kind of answers Wando's question here. Um, there's a huge difference between administering business and using others for your self-worth. Uh, like if I want to influence people and I want to connect to people, it matters that they like me and that like I'm effective because I have that relational trust piece with them. That does matter. Where we get caught up and where I think we really get in trouble is when we think that others' judgment of us actually gives us self-worth. It doesn't. Um, if you like me, if you don't like me, my self-worth does not come from that. So yes, um, having friends, influencing people, um, being a good leader, like people respecting you, liking you, trusting you, that's important in life. But it's not important for how loved you are. You are infinitely good and loved and powerful. So when I'm trying to draw from you in order to get my self-worth, then I show up fake. Then I show up I show up shame screening all over the place, which causes all kinds of problems. I have four children and it's interesting watching them. Like we're told we're told to become as little children. And I watch my kids and I think, really? Like, I don't know. Like children are selfish and they fight and they struggle to share and all these things. But one thing about children that you can just see is that they they have this e egocentrism about them um, where the world revolves around them and uh, they try to make sure that their needs are met because the world revolves around them. As adults, we have this egocentrism about us we think that others are constantly looking at us, you know, like we'll, we'll sit in our closet for hours wondering what we should wear for the day and, uh, you know, ask somebody what you wore three days ago. And I doubt anyone will remember. Heck, I can't, rem I can't remember myself what I wore three days ago, but yet it matters so much. We're so concerned about how we look and how we present. And, uh, you know, we think that the world is going to shift if we do one little thing or another and we can shift the world. And most people are in the, are in their own worlds. They're doing their own thing. They're figuring out what they want for lunch. They're uh, like wondering what they're going to do with their next task at work. And they're not sitting around thinking, wow, like I wonder how Brandon combed his hair today. Or why did he say that annoying thing on his podcast yesterday? Like, they're not sitting around thinking that. They're just moving on with their life. So I'm not that important to them. And so if that's the case, I'm not that important to them. Yet, I might have connection with them. We love each other. We connect to each other. My importance needs to come from something else other than other people. Even my wife like my closest relationships, my importance and my value comes from God. I want to come back to something I said just a, just a little earlier. More life purpose is lost because of fear of others' judgment than anything else. 
And it's interesting if you if you notice what's going on with like all these podcasts and social media and a lot of the people, not everybody, but a lot of the people with a lot of followers are the ones that don't care. I don't care what you think about me. They're they're also the ones that have a lot of haters. They have a lot of haters, but they have a lot of followers at the same time. I don't care. Oh, one of my buddies, one of my other buddies, uh, Cromar, he used to say, don't gaff. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Like, just don't. Just don't care. And what he, what he means by that is like, I don't care what you think about me. I'm going to be me. We worry that I might be annoying. They might not like me. Um, they might judge me. Um, they might look down upon me. So why, if if the people that don't gaff, if the people that don't care what you think about me, um, are the ones that are that get the big followings and the ones that influence a lot of people, and a lot of people are connecting to, doesn't that sound backwards? And it's really fascinating, isn't it? If I really, really care what you think about me, then you are less likely to be able to connect to me and know me and get much out of our relationship because I'm so busy trying to get you to like me that you'll feel that. You'll be uncomfortable and it will be hard for you to actually connect to who I really am as a human being. So there's there's this catch-22 in relationship where when I can show up authentic, genuine, and vulnerable, you know me. So when I can let go of you need let go of 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 needing you to like me, then you can know me. Um, I have a couple of quotes, and this quote is actually from me. If I don't care what you think about me, then I can love you deeper and allow you to actually love me because I have my strength. My defense mechanisms aren't going off in that relationship. Um, you can be frustrated, upset. Um, not like something about me or something I said, and that's okay. And I can hear you. I can talk to you about it. I can allow you to have those feelings because I don't care what you think about me. We're fine. I, 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 we can talk. Now, how does how does caring what you think about me take away life purpose? Um, I, I, you know, how how many of you listening? haven't gone for it because you're worried what everyone's going to think. Haven't gone for it because maybe you'll fail and then others will see that you failed. Haven't gone for it because maybe you'll be annoying. Social media is interesting. I don't think everybody should be out there on social media. And to be honest with you, some people in my feed, like some of their stuff is a little bit annoying. And social media is also an opportunity to be heard and to be seen and to have a voice. And so it is people putting themselves out there in many ways. It's it's created this avenue to get media out. Like it's amazing that we have this personal means to actually have media. Like we can med- like turn ourselves into a media thing. And so some people, um, some of my friends and things have just thrived with it. And others are like, oh, like I would never do that. Um, some want to do it, but don't because they're afraid. They're afraid that they could get judged. Why are we so scared of getting judged? You know, back to Don Miguel's 
quote, like, don't take it personally. Nothing others do is about you. Um, somebody has the right to judge you or not, whether you like it or not. And so when life purpose is about moving into what God's calling you to do, it's about stepping into it. And so when this, the, this I call it a threshold guardian or the, these voices of doubt and fear come up and say, watch out, people might not like you. That's a quick shutdown for going forward with what God's asking you to do. And to be resilient to that, to people not liking you can be really difficult especially if you have shame and faulty core beliefs that say no one will love you as you are or you're not okay, um, then it's like, oh, shoot, like I'm definitely not going to put myself out there because uh, like I don't want people to see that shame because I'm afraid of what other people think about me. So social media is fascinating. Um, it's interesting because social media, you can see both. You can see people just saying, I don't, I don't, gaff. I've never used that term, but I don't gaff. So I'm just going to put myself out there. And then on social media, you also see people like really wanting significance and really trying really, really hard to be seen. And you can feel the difference in the energy between, between their platforms. Wow. That person is showing up with confidence, strength, and just like good stuff. And that person is trying too hard because they want to be loved. They want to be seen. And who knows, like, if they are or not. Like, that's just our natural judgment, right? Um, but, but you can tell whether somebody really cares or not about whether people are judging them or not. When you listen to someone who's just confident, there's a, there's a feeling of, like, safety. And, like, it's just, like, easy to listen to them because they're just honest, you just are who they are. So this whole this whole feeling of I might be annoying, you might not like me, um, destroying your life purpose. Let me tell you this. It is not worth it. It's better to have a few haters or people judging you or thinking and, and actually soar a little bit, like actually go out there and fly and and you know, like fail some and but learn and grow and live than it is to hide in a cage. It says, well, if I at least if I don't get out of the cage, then other people might still like still like me. Ugh, what an awful cage. Okay, I want to share with you guys one of my favorite quotes um, of all time. Theodore Roosevelt, uh, in 1910, he made this quote, and, and this is famous. This is called The Man in the Arena. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause? who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. 
if you want to if you want to read that just google theodore roosevelt the man in the arena but you can hear it there he's calling people out saying stop like sitting back worrying what other people think go for it like there it is and that guy theodore roosevelt he was the president so he obviously wasn't scared putting himself out there and living his life purpose uh another quote uh brenny brown i like this one um if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked i don't need your feedback like it's like i I don't care what you think about me but also like if you're sitting on the sidelines in your cage judging me because you wish that you could actually have the guts to go for it um i don't i don't need your feedback like i'm good but if you're in the arena and you're learning and you're growing let's talk because uh, you're willing to, to put it beyond that threshold of fear. So let's talk. God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And, and so if that's true, then when the voices of, oh, no, you won't like me, or I care too much about what you think about me, that's not coming from God. That's coming from something else that's trying to shut you down. And so to really consider like facing that discomfort, I remember when I, when I was a young therapist, um, I was trying to start my practice and I got this meeting and it set up with like several doctors in the community and I, and I was going to go teach them about mental health. And um, I was so nervous what they thought about me. I was young. I didn't really know like like I didn't have that confidence and maturity about me. And I was so scared that they wouldn't like me. And so I went into this, this meeting, this little lunchtime presentation, and it was probably half an hour and bombed it so badly. I was, I was nervous. I didn't have answers for them. Um, I was trying so hard to get them to like me. And as I walked out of the door, I went and sat in my car and got this overwhelming feeling of they definitely didn't like me. <laughs> like if I were them, I wouldn't refer clients to me. Um, and I remember sitting in the car that day, just thinking like, God, like what's, what's the problem here? At the, at the same time, I was a young therapist building my practice. I had a few clients and my clients weren't staying on board with me. And they would come in and they would meet with me and I would spend part of the session, if not a lot of it, trying to get them to like me. So here's people paying money so that um, they can come in for an hour while the therapist tries and gets them to like them. Like, what? Like, and, and so I had to dig deep and look at this and say, okay, hang on here. Like, I got to do some of my own work. Um, I need to know that I'm okay. I need to know that that uh, I don't need to get anything out of my clients. I need to have confidence when I walk in a room that whether that doctor likes me or not, like I know who I am. And so I did some of my own healing work and my own work. And And what happened was I started to engage in sessions with clients and I didn't need them to, to like me. And what would happen is then I could be very honest with them. I can reflect back difficult truths. Um, I now, now I loved my clients and and they loved me too. Um, I'm not saying that wasn't there. Like we still we still cared about each other, 
but I didn't need them to like me and they could fire me. Like if they needed to fire me, fire me. Um, and what happened when I, when I did my own work and I got confident and I realized I don't need them to like me, what do you know? Like I, more and more people wanted to meet with me and my clients definitely stuck around because they were getting stuff out of our sessions because the session wasn't about me anymore. It wasn't about me using them or needing them or anything like that. Um, when I'd show up to presentations, the presentation wasn't about them needing me, them to like me. It was about the message that I had to share and confidently delivering that message. So them liking me was secondary to that. And what do you know? The byproduct of me showing up confidently and sharing that message was they trusted me, they had confidence in me, and they liked me as a therapist. So that I mean, that's just an example. It's the same thing in a marriage. If I need my spouse to like me for my self-worth, they'll push away. But if I know who I am and I'm confident and I'm strong and I'm honest, they're likely to gravitate toward me. It's it's such a catch-22. Um, once you realize that you're okay on your own, that's when it really opens up that possibility for a lot of connection in your life. And that's when you realize that you don't really need it, but it's nice to have it. So don't take anything personally. Um, it does matter that people like you if you're conducting business and you want a, you know, a certain objective out of that relationship, but it does not matter for your self-worth and it never will. I operate under the belief that every single person has worth that we can't comprehend and that includes you and you have it because, because you do, because you're a soul because you're a daughter or a son of God. Like just at your core, your value is already set. It's already there. And so if that's the case, then wandering around this world with my ego saying, I better try hard to get others to like me um, is, is a game that you don't need to play. And when you don't need to play that game, then you can unleash the real you. And when you can unleash the real you, you're blessing the world. You're stepping into your power and your purpose. You're creating love in your life and connection. So don't be shackled down by the fear of others' judgment. Don't care what others think about you for your self-worth. All right, you guys. Hopefully this was helpful. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you.